0: Welcome to the BG Podcast: Conversations at the intersection of business, community, and public policy from the Austin Metro and around Texas. You can find this episode and prior recordings at www.binghamgp.com/podcast and on iTunes and Google Play.
1: Hello, this is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. Our guest today is Andy Lochney, the president of Austin FC. Also joining us is Paul Saldania, Bingham Group's senior consultant. So, welcome to the show, Andy and Paul. Always a pleasure to see you.
0: Thank you very much for having me, gentlemen. Good to to see Andy. Thank you, guys.
1: Well, before we get into the club and what's been going on um, with the stadium and everything else and your involvement in the community, we want to hear a little bit about you, Andy, and what's what's your
0: story? My story. um, Well, I have uh, been part of Major League Soccer now for the last five years. Uh, I think most people would know my most previous job would have been president of business operations for Columbus Crew SC, and like um, several others, um, I've been part of the team to help build Austin FC, um, emerging from Columbus here in Austin. But um, my background's a little different than probably most people in my position. I've spent part of my career in sports and part of my career out of sports. I started my career in Detroit working for the Detroit Red Wings of the National Hockey League. Got a got to be part of a, a very successful team, a team that won two Stanley Cups in my first few seasons there. Um, then I had a chance to launch a major league property. I launched the NHL's Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, so I've been through this process of launching an M- uh, of a major league team. Um, and then um, I, I always tell people there's kind of three things in sports that if if you were in this industry, if you're lucky enough to be in this industry, there's three things that you probably want to accomplish. One is to win a championship, and that doesn't come along very easily. Um, one is that you want to launch a new franchise. That experience uh, doesn't accom- does not come along very frequently. And The other is you want to open up a new stadium or arena, and you typically you get the second and third at the same time. And so in a very short period of time, um, working for the Red Wings with their two Stanley Cups, having the chance to launch the Columbus Blue Jackets open up Nationwide Arena back in 2000, um, I kind of checked the box on all three and I, and I had a chance then to enter into the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, and business world and the professional sports world have started to become much more aligned, but back then it was, there was a greater gap. and. I I had a a hunger to learn and beyond sports. So I started a career in real estate. I worked for the second largest hotel company in the world, Choice Hotels. I started a business, ended up transitioning that business. Um, And uh, then I rejoined the sports world back in 2012 when I started to run sponsorship sales for the NBA's Detroit Pistons. And then from there, um, the opportunity with Columbus came up. So that's a quick recap of my career. But um, yeah, I, I've not spent all of my time in sports, so I've, I've had a chance to learn the other side, the, re, the real side of, of, of business.
1: Very good. And just so again, how long you been in Austin on the ground now? Yeah, how long? So I, I was
0: appointed president of Austin FC on, I think it was January 3rd of this year. Okay. So I've been spending time here in Austin before that. I think most people know that that, that we we started to um, understand the marketplace throughout calendar year 2018. But um, yes, officially appointed on January 3rd of this year. Got gotcha. Awesome. And I usually handle
2: the bilingual portion of the program, yes. but we're going to cut right to this because it speaks into the importance of an introduction of you to our, to our listeners. And that is, I have a question for you in Spanish, and that is, tortillas de
0: maiz or tortillas de harina? Corn, maiz. All right. All right. Yes.
2: You that
1: one, I had no idea. Both, I like
0: both. Okay. But is there really a wrong answer there? There isn't. You What's go your there. answer? Uh,
2: I, a little of each.
0: All right. Good.
2: Very nice.
1: Well Andy, so let's get to some of the updates just so on Austin FC, we're in, we're in your uh, expansive uh, space over here in North Austin right now and was temporary headquarters, but just how many staff are you on right now and where are you like freaking to go?
0: so yeah so here we are um, at our interim hq which will serve as our interim hq until the stadium is built and the offices are opened at the stadium uh we're at roughly roughly um i think our numbers are like 22 or something like that i need to get a fir- firm head count but um, we'll grow all the way to closer to 125 when we begin play in spring of 2021 so we've got about 100 or so more full-time employees to bring on board across the next let's call it 22 months um, and that's a systematic process. Um, we're in the process of bringing on, um, really largely right now we're focused on our marketing, creative, sort of content generation side of our business. That's the first focus. And then I think the question everybody wants to know is when are you gonna bring on your first uh, coach or general manager? And those are all conversations that we'll have. Um, and, and I would imagine there'll be at least one key hire on that, uh, in that realm in the calendar year 2019. But um, across each and every month, We'll, we'll post for new positions, we'll hire new positions, and for us, it's a, it's a key initiative to bring on those who have familiarity with Austin and those who are representative of the community of Austin so um, in our case we just hired um, a new senior manager of digital and social media who has strong MLS experience she's a graduate of UT Austin All she's right. bilingual speaker um, and so her name is Janet Sanchez and she just started and that's a, a great representation of uh, the the type of hire that we're interested in bringing into the club
1: and um, talk to the stadium on the issue of tickets and suites. It's one of the things, you know, Paul, I've been tasked uh, task Paul with uh, our, our own personal Bingham Suite initiative and making sure that happens. <laughs> I know those the Bingham were, Suite, but, love it. I know those are going to be coming online, or on some pre-sale fairly soon as we'll see some tickets. And, you know, what, I mean, have you, you know, this isn't directly under your purview, but I mean, there's been a lot of energy I know around people inquiries around suites and tickets, I'm assuming. And, What can you tell us right now? When are they officially going to go on sale?
0: Well, um, in terms of things like suites for the Bingham suite, that's right. Uh it's put out out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we'll have serious conversations in the month of May with interested parties and um, that's a that's separate from what we would classify as our other seating products. Um, so that's a that's a month of May conversation where we'll begin having those in earnest with interested parties. Um,
1: we're reporting on May seventh, so Yeah,
0: it's a near-term conversation for us to to be able to launch that process Um, and then on the ticketing side for um, let's call it the you know 20,500 seating capacity of our stadium um, that's a a mid-June target launch for our what we call our deposit program and the deposit program is uh, a a stage that any new major league team would go through, whether it's in MLS or NHL, if you're a new team, what you initiate is essentially phase one. And phase one is interested parties put down a very nominal, refundable deposit. Um, So AJ, you'd say, I'm interested in two seats for um, your inaugural season and you'd go through the process when we go live on such and such date in mid June at 10 AM, making that up, but at 10 AM, you would, you would log in and you would um, express your interest. You would confirm your, that you're interested in two seats. You would put down a very nominal refundable deposit um, and you would be stamped essentially based on when you got in line. And when Paul, when you log in five minutes after, and you ask for four seats for your family, Mm -hmm. um, you'll put on the exact same nominal deposit, refundable. um, And the only difference is, AJ would have been in line a couple minutes faster than you. And his timestamp gives him a better priority number. Um, And the difference there is when it comes time for you to be able to purchase seats, um, he'll have a slightly better pick than you. On the other hand, he might be interested in a very different seat product than you and there may be no issue. But if AJ's interested in the exact same seat you are, he's got first crack at it. So there is some urgency around this process. And we'll begin to educate the market on exactly what will happen. But that is our deposit campaign. It is an essential part of any team's launch and certainly part of our success.
1: Got gotcha. you. you talk about the Academy as well? Just what's going on with that? I know we met some folks who uh, are part of that earlier doing the tour of the facilities. But... Yeah where where is that process of getting uh, on the so
0: ground? so on, on right on the business side the lifeblood is our support base our corporate base um, all of the things that allow us to continue operating on the soccer side one of our important base elements is having a strong youth system and so our academy represents um, the best of the best of elite youth soccer talent in the region um, we will have one academy team playing in calendar year 2019 so the way that the academy season works it's the 1920 academy season it starts this fall and um the first team that we'll introduce is a u14 team and u14 means uh any any child who's 2006 birthday or younger um will play in our fully funded academy they will they will receive elite coaching they'll have elite competition they'll play at elite facilities and they'll play um you know uh in, in, across the region and across the country across the next, let's call it, year. And that is an important part of our growth mechanism because those players ultimately um, can become what's called homegrowns. And homegrowns are players who are, again, from Austin, from the region, that will eventually one day sign a professional contract. If they sign a professional contract and when, you know, with Austin FC, um, there's a lot of um, opportunities there for both the player and for... Um, the club, but it would be amazing if uh, inside of a couple years of our operations, we have some Austinites who are on our roster um, playing at McAuliffe Place with with Austin FC on their badge and their name on the back of the jersey. Mm -hmm.
2: That's awesome, and
0: and, and, um, I'm
2: a a former school board member with the Austin ISD um, School District, and uh, young people uh, obviously uh, enjoy soccer, and that was something I think that's been missing for so long in Austin is is a need and, and the opportunity for there to be uh, a development opportunity for young kids who who enjoy soccer we have seven school districts in the city 13 in travis county and i think that's one of the most exciting things that i've heard from people who are really excited about austin fc is the future to the point you made andy about Opportunity to grow our own. So that's really
0: yeah. I mean, and and we're we're going to be developing you know elite boys players, but we're also going to be investing in elite girls academy programming. So um, you know this is something that came through as part of our arrangement with the city. We'll be investing with Lone Star, who has a very strong developmental program right now. Lone Star operates the um, the Lone. Um, girls sanctioned Academy and uh, as part of our pledge to gender equality and Austin will be helping support that program so um, we're excited to see both those um, in process but our Academy will start with one team this year and next year um, the game plan is to introduce a second and third team for the 2020 2021 Academy season so we'll grow from one to three again another part of our systematic growth as we evolve
1: speak some to some of Austin FC's broader community uh, engagement efforts too. I mean, the academy is great. I think it's in this in this region, especially in North Austin, Round Rock area. It's I know they've been hankering for that for a long time. But you talk about some of the broader community benefits you're looking to bring uh, to Austin.
0: So one of the things that we are going to begin doing is we we most recently launched the philanthropic extension of the club, and it's the Four ATX Foundation. And the 4ATX Foundation will largely help support initiatives that increase participation and provide access for those that generally are disadvantaged for for various reasons. Um, So we want to help the underrepresented. We want to help them find an opportunity to play a sport that they may not know very well, or that they know very well that would keep them active, healthy. Um, We know that access to soccer, it's a low barrier to participation sport. On the other hand, not everybody has a safe place to play. And so what we want to begin doing is investing in opportunities for kids to play soccer. So the 4ATX Foundation um, will begin helping build and redevelop uh, soccer playing facilities. We'll hopefully introduce in calendar year 2019 a futsal court. Um, and for those who aren't familiar with futsal, think of a old blighted <laughs> yeah, think of an old F-U-T-S-A-L. Think of an old blighted tennis court mm-hmm. in a part of the community mm-hmm. that for whatever reason tennis has no longer remained as popular of a sport as it once was. And that can be retrofitted to be sort of a soccer environment um, on a hard surface. And those are fun projects for us to tackle. And we're gonna we have a commitment to, to those types of projects. Um, that's one, range, one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum, the 4TX Foundation um, in most recent weeks announced a large commitment to foundation communities to help invest in um, uh, affordable housing platforms. So. Um, our commitment ranges from those who are interested in the participation of soccer um, and all the way to affordable housing so I think that's a good range of community interest we're also and somewhere in between there um, we're going to begin in calendar 19 investing in kids having a chance to go play um, soccer um, at their club we're going to scholarship kids into their program of their choice we're going to begin scholarshiping kids to have access to summer camps this year. We're going to begin launching clinics this year for kids to have an opportunity to interact with the sport at a variety of of levels. So um, those are a couple things that we're doing in the community to begin giving back.
2: And and I think it's real important for folks who are listening. You mentioned uh, the partnership you just announced with uh, um, Foundation Foundation Communities. Communities. It was a pretty significant uh, contribution of $500,000 specifically for the work that they do for affordable housing. And I think that's right in line with Austin's community values is the philanthropy that um, organizations such as Austin FC come and do. And so thank you for doing that. That'll
0: that'll go a long way. The thanks should go to Anthony and obviously to the city because the city... has uh, an interest in furthering that particular initiative. And we want to be here, and we want to be active members of the community. We know that that's an important piece of it. So really that's a, that's a, a credit to Anthony and to the city.
2: And the, the other thing I wanted to say too, you were talking about the, the investment for youth programs and the opportunities there. That is something that actually the city outlined when the city started doing these quality of life initiatives. We did the African American quality of life initiative, and that was followed by the Hispanic Latino quality of life initiative. And in those two reports they talked about Uh, the youth perspective and an interest specifically in soccer. And so I think uh, the timing is, is really good and you're really following up on some of the things that leaders in our community were saying that was missing Uh, And it's great that we're
0: able to to do that in partnership with the Austin FC. So we love Austin. One of the things we love about Austin is Austin um, has incredible proportion. I would almost say disproportionate metrics in terms of its interest in soccer. And we can can view that through a couple different lenses. We can view that through the uh, television ratings lens where Austin outperforms the rest of the U.S. landscape often on marquee soccer events. Um, That can be viewed through World Cup, through MLS Cup. Austin does very well. Um, We can also distill it down to um, participation at youth levels here in Austin. Typically, what you'd find in most communities, you'd find that basketball is the number one participation sport from, like, 6 to 16-year-olds or 6 to 18-year-olds. That's that's very common, Um, a lot of that has to do with just sort of participation costs and barriers to entry. Um, Unsurprisingly, but but very satisfactorily, soccer is the number one participation sport at least through um data provided by the parks and rec department and so those are um key insights into the strength of the sport and obviously where the community wants to um you know focus on things like facility development and programming all things of course we're, we're yeah. very supportive of right that. Yeah. it's awesome
1: well, Andy, like, you, like, you all get back to it, thank you for your time and look forward to uh, I guess seeing the game next season in our suite. <laughs> we, we will be <laughs> –
0: 2021, we'll be ready for you at the Bingham suite. All right.
2: All right. Yeah. I think Third one year. last question could be is for, for our listening uh, audience, uh, what, what can we do to support Austin FC moving forward? Aside from purchasing the
0: sweets and tickets, yeah, like that <laughs> what can we do to, to, to support your efforts? Listen, I think at this moment in time, for us, the most important piece is that we continue. We, we need to obviously build out our corporate base, um, so we'll bring on corporate sponsors in a variety of categories. Yes, we'll bring on corporate partners who are supporting us on the hospitality side. I don't don't think there's anything that we can simply ask of you other than follow us on our social, uh, so at Austin FC on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to earn your trust and uh, earn your business as uh, Austin's first and only major league team. And then one last question that I have is, uh, so you've been here a few months,
2: uh, so what are some of your local favorite restaurants? All right,
0: this is, a, this is not an easy list. No gotcha games. There,
2: no gotcha either. either. Yeah.
0: yeah um, we both are locals, though, so yeah. Use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to admit, on uh, I'm a big Fonda San Miguel fan on the uh, Mexican side. Yeah. Um, uh, barbecue. L- barbecue. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a Nobody's put me on AJ. the spot. Yeah. There's really no wrong answer here. I happen to like Rudy's. Um, I know there's a couple locations, yeah. um, but I do happen to like Rudy's. And they have good breakfast
2: tacos they too. Do. Yeah, they do. They do.
0: Um, they do. I, I love, well, on the taco side, you can't go wrong with Torchy's, <laughs> right. um, Taco Deli. I've, there's no bad experiences right. here in Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I do probably eat more on the fast <laughs> side than I do on the uh, <laughs> slow side. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are a few of my favorites. All right, thank you, Andy. All right, thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thanks, gentlemen It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to today's BG podcast. You can find this episode and prior recordings at www.binghamgp.com podcast and iTunes and Google Play. Subscribe to stay current on future posts.